You are at the right place for conservatainment. This is the Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. You're just too good to be true. Good stuff, man. Can't take my eyes off. This is some baby making music right here. There you have it, my Ron man. Burgundy would say. In fact, if you see the, the movie Jersey Boys, based on the play Jersey Boys, the Broadway show, right. this song wraps up the movie. And this is when Frankie Valli overcomes all. Well, he was cheating on his wife. Durr. He had his gumar. You know what gumar is? No, what is gumar? Italian for uh, mistress. He had his gumar. Remember, Fridays are for the gumar, Saturday nights are for the wives. Oh, my. So he had the gumar, and then his marriage fell apart, and his daughter died in a drug overdose, and... He, he gets his strength back with Bob Gaudio, the great writer who was his partner. Bob Gaudio died, I think, last year. Wrote these songs. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing. That's how they wrap up the movie Jersey Boys. This time of the day is, uh, of the week, actually, is when we take a break from all the, the tough stuff, the aggravating stuff, the sad stuff, the depressing stuff, and we talk about marriage. Just one segment of one show per week. So out of 15 hours of programming, we take eight minutes. <laughs> That's all. And it, it caused a lot of irk and and aggravation in radio stations like the last one. They said, knock it off. Stop talking about fidelity. I talk about fidelity. I think my only mission in life is to go on the radio and remind men and women to remain semper fidelis, remain faithful to each other. And we talk about marriage with Robert Kosick, wrote the book Honor the Vow, honorthevow.com, church deacon and marriage uh, coach, and he actually writes all the content out for us. Mr. Kosick, welcome to the show. Hey, happy Friday, Sam. Happy Friday. Yeah, it's finally here. Even a little bit of a little bit of a somber Friday, like, you yes. know, looking back on 9/11. Time to do a little self-reflecting, which is kind of what the yes. tip is about today. And I was talking about this with Denise just a moment ago. Marriage tip number 110. 110. <laughs> mirror, 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 mirror on the wall. Who's the worst spouse of all? Before you listen too hard for the answer, you may want to look at who you see in the mirror. The truth is, it really doesn't matter which one of you is the worst spouse. Because you can't really make your spouse change anyway. However, you can greatly influence them such that they want to change. Chances are your spouse has a list of shortfalls, too, of yours. Instead of blaming your spouse for his or her shortfalls, commit to being the spouse you want your husband or wife to be by working on your own shortfalls. Chances are your spouse will like that, like what he, he or she sees, and they'll reflect it back. I like the good stuff, Mr. Kosick. Well, thank you. And after 110, my wife keeps saying, how do you keep coming up with these things? And I say, I keep talking to couples. <laughs> yeah. How come, by the way, how come we've never gone out on a double date? I don't know. I we don't should know. do we that. Should, All right. Well, we should definitely do that. It would be a lot of fun. It would be great. Or or, it would, or, or incredibly boring. Either one or the other. One sure. the, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. But this is kind of a neat deal, the mirror-mirror thing. And, and uh, you know, one of these days I'll, I'll probably run out of tips, but we're 110 into them now. And now we're doing two a week, uh, so because uh, you, know, you get the hot and heavy down below it as well. And, and this one's good. I mean, I have never seen anybody be successful in changing their spouse. And they've tried a bunch of times, you know, and they'll yell at them and they'll complain and they'll whine. and all. That doesn't change them. What I have found is, is people have been able to influence their spouses in getting them to want to change by being the spouse they want to be. And they're like, I think I like that. I think I'll reciprocate and I'll do some of the same things they're doing to me. And that's what we're talking about here. Interesting. I you know I'm not a marriage coach, okay, I'm not a church deacon, but from the street I think and Denise changed me in certain areas that I'll always admit. 
And I think a spouse, if she loves you enough, can change you, and if you love her enough, you'll let yourself get changed. Yeah, and I think that last part is so critical because she can't make you change, but she can certainly make you want to change. And I think that's maybe what she did. She probably looked at you and said, you're better than that. And that gave you the encouragement and that gave you the drive to say, you're right, I can be better than that. And then you went ahead and implemented the changes. I had a very, very short temper, very short fuse. And I was not a very very nice person sometimes. (laughs) And she talked me out of it, a famous Outback Steakhouse dinner, 1989, I think it was. Mm. And that's when my life changed. And I, I know that day, I know what happened, and she jumped my, you know what? And she set my wagon straight, and I loved her so much. I, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm being a real jerk. Yeah. To somebody, I wasn't her. I mean, that's great, and, and that's she, what we need to do sometimes. And we need to let people know we can be better as a team. I can be better. You can be better. You work on you. I'll work on me, and together right. we'll get better. And that's that's really what you want to do. But it really starts with looking at yourself first, uh, because we all have our lists. And and my wife said to the, said uh, to me the other day we were coming back from visiting one of our kids and we were talking in the in the car on the way home and she, and we were talking about differences, and she said yeah she said you have some things that really irritate me and she emphasized really and I'm like really I didn't know that she goes yeah but there were a few other things that I obviously <laughs> fell in love with because uh, I married you <laughs> and I said well that's good do I still have those qualities and she said I'll get back to you <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the answer is yes. <laughs> But that's just it. We do we do have those things, and because we have some things that are good qualities, we do have some things that are shortfalls. If we just focus on ourselves and making ourselves better, you can't help but want to want to love that person more. Amen to that, Robert Kosick, my wingman on our marriage segment, helping keep your marriage hot and heavy. <coughs> Which, and I say this, an email a week, an email a segment, and I think we help a lot of people with their marriage, and they they just kind of smile, you know, and go about their day. The one who puts it into writing is about one out of a thousand. Yeah. We, get, we get about one. It's true. If you like something you hear on the radio, you just kind of go, oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll listen tomorrow. Yeah. To be pushed to write an email to say you helped my marriage, that's about one out of every thousand based on research. I think so. And I think that's great. And, I, and we absolutely love it when they do that. I encourage people to do that because it helps us stay focused on what we're doing. Yeah. It helps Salem, Salem understand what they're doing is right. It's, it's just a great confirmation. Amen to that. All right. So we got the mirror, mirror on the wall. Don't try to change your spouse. Although, like I said, Princess changed me, and I, I will be the first to admit it. Um, let's get to uh, the hot and heavy marriage tip. Talk to the hand. The hand, especially the fingers, contains some of the densest areas of the nerve endings of the human body. Holding hands is one of the most intimate things a couple can do. It should be done often and part of every activity. Absolutely. And, and you mentioned it when you were talking to Denise, these older couples that you see holding hands. And I've done a lot of research on these couples, and we did it several episodes ago where we talked about old school and, and some of the tips of what people did uh, to really make their marriage strong. In almost every case, they said, we held hands. Awesome. Uh, often. And that's such, it's such an amazing connection because you have so many different nerve endings in there. There's so many different uh, components where you can connect physically through the hand, I think that's a really, really important thing. And when you're out in public especially, it's, it's more than just, like if you saw a guy and a gal groping each other all over the place, you may think, well, that's some guy and his secretary, or, you know, <laughs> it may be whatever. But when you're holding hand, that says you're mine, we're together, and yeah. we're always going to be together. It's a whole different perspective, and I think it sends an entirely different message. And let's not rule out groping. 
Hell yeah. Well, groping is good when you're married. It's really good. Denise will g- grab a grope in public when no one's looking, and it gives me like the biggest smile, and everybody wonders why I'm smiling. <laughs> but going back, yes, there's something adorable about not just holding hands or whatever, but watching older couples hold hands because it's few and far between. Yeah. And, and it should be, like I said, it should be part of every activity. I mean, when you're sitting there at the couch watching TV, when you're going for a walk, when you go into your intimate times, holding hands is one of the most intimate, romantic things you can do. So if you're struggling, particularly in the intimacy area, spend some time holding hands, and you'll have a different connection, uh, physical and emotional, I think, than anything else you can do to enhance that time together. Amen. And then work your way up the wrist, up the arm. Yeah. Go right <laughs> past that red line. <laughs> And if Stop you're, at the knee. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> what red line? And then if you're like, maybe you have an argument, or maybe it's just not, for whatever, you're not communicating. Um, I think a tickle, a butt yeah. grab. I mean, who, what, who, listen, what guy, if his wife grabs the butt, doesn't enjoy that? Even if you're mad at your wife or something, whatever. Yeah, who, who can still be mad at your spouse if she does that, especially right. in public, right? And do the old crowded bookstore, you know, drive by on your wife. Yeah, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but I remember reading a statistic that said if you ask somebody to do something, just just uh, verbally ask them to do something, there is a certain percentage that, uh, chance that they would say yes or I'll think about it, whatever. But apparently if you reach over and put your hand on their shoulder or you take their hand as a salesperson, the numbers go through the roof as far as successfully convincing that person to do whatever it is or to buy whatever it is. So just think how much more... Your chances are, I'll be careful here, how much better your chances are if you walk up to your wife, hold her hand, and say, this is what I would like to do. (laughs) Let's hook up. (laughs) Here, put the laundry down. Let me hold your hand. Mr. Kozik said, Mr. Kozik said, I'll hold your hand. She said, will you help me fold the laundry? No, just put the laundry down. I want to hold your hand. I just want to hold your hand. Uh, it's on our marriage, uh, the marriage segment tip written by Mr. Kozik, thank you, is available on iTunes. It's climbing up the charts. Uh, you'll see it there. It's easier to find it on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. On iTunes, it's Sam Malone Show Marriage Talk. And, yeah, and uh, it, I tell yeah. you, it's interesting with the iTunes. I can go back and I, you can look at you know which ones are the most downloaded ones and whatnot. They have a little ranking deal, and it's interesting to see how that changes from week to week on which people are, which episodes people are listening to the most. And Rodeo Clowns from way back when was one of the most popular one. Purity and Marriage was one uh, that we had, and uh, the one we did uh, actually last week did pretty well as well. Interesting. So. I, I I didn't look at the rankings. That's interesting. Rodeo Clowns. And real quick, yeah, we have a big crew behind the scenes here on the on the show. Uh, Kyle is on the television side. Bought, he, he went from a queen bed to a king size bed, nice. and now there's all this extra room between them. Mm-hmm. So maybe next week we'll talk about going from uh, a, 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 like a queen to a king bed. So there's more real estate. Oh. Uh, you know, kind of uh, using the real estate to your advantage. That's a good tip. See, there you go. I have to put that in the hot and heavy. How, <laughs> how to re. How to maximize the real estate or how to reduce the distance. Or, there you go. We'll come up with something. Exactly. So do it uh, called the king-size bed. There you go. Done. You go. All right, so go there. Uh, check, our, check our Facebook page out for today's marriage tip number 110, Robert Kosick, honorthevow.com, honorthevow.com. Great job today, buddy. Hey, thank you. You have a phenomenal weekend catching up with your wife since you didn't get to spend a whole lot of time with her this week. I know. I was with Ben Carson, and he's fun, but my wife smells a whole lot better. (laughs) (laughs) She's got better curves. Yeah, and you don't have to shave her. (laughs) That's right. Have a good one, buddy. All righty. That's right. You have fun with Ben Carson? Yeah. But my wife's a lot more fun. Quick break. Walk like a man. 
Another song written by Bob Gaudio for Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Produced by Bob Crew. North Jersey Music Mafia right here. Back in a second, AM 1070, the answer. 